Hi, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking to Endless Midnight Moon about her new tapas novel, Ignite. The link to the novel is in the description. So Ignite is um, Endless Midnight Moon's newest novel, and it is taking place in the same world and setting as her previous, well, not previous, but her older work, which is still going on, Beyond the Gray Skies. So we're going to be exploring this work in a little bit more detail and talking about where she got the idea for it, how it compares to Beyond the Gray Skies, and more about the setting and themes. So the first question is, when did you get the idea for Ignite, your new series? I think back, back when I was um, trying to write, I was trying. I think when I was writing, I was writing Lorenzo's story, like in in the other places. Miss Artie wrote it as a whole. It's like, okay, this is what happened. This is how it ended, and then that's what happened. And then just I just gave it a bit in pieces. But so then I more realized that yeah, there's still a lot of things I actually didn't about him that's not quite well known, or I don't, I don't think they'll ever really know it that well. And I think someone told me that yeah, it's actually a very good idea. I'm like, actually, you're right. It's kind of a good idea. Mm -hmm. It is a really good idea. And I think it's an like, interesting thing. It's like the more I dive deeper into it, the more it's like, yeah, this is actually a very different kind. I can build a very different kind of of kind of story that from Beyond the Great Skies. I think those two are very different kind of stories on its own. Because in a sense of the word, it's like because it comes before, it's like it, the setting I think is a bit before the before the before Beyond the Great Skies and it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us who Lorenzo is? Is he related to the main characters of Beyond the Grey Skies? And what time does this story take place in compared to Beyond the Grey Skies? Does it take place before or after the main timeline in Beyond the Grey Skies? Mm, actually, Lorenzo is a character. I think he's actually a very much simpler character compared to say, like, my main three characters, at least in terms of like, motivations in terms of like in terms of what he wants in terms of where he's really stuck in because you read the fact that he's like he's going to inherit something he's he's like very torn in between he's like i don't really want this or i not really want this and i think that was like this was the second aspect i think i figured out about his character is like um i think he's a very like it's like because of like that's because of the period i'm looking at somewhere between like 17 1780s which is like the the, the dawn of the enlightenment which is like the really high enlightenment period and like wait a minute this guy really fits exactly into that that particular era because like i don't know why he's just very he kind of questions a lot of stuff it's like he, he's willing to like say like, wait a minute, does this work for me or doesn't it really work for me and i think because like he done because he already has a, like that but the existential crisis like wait a minute why am i why am i doing this I don't even like this in the first place. So like, it's really been true that it's just like, okay, I actually don't know why am I doing this. I'm just doing this because so I don't so I don't stuff. I guess. Mm -hmm, that's true. So is Lorenzo Annibale like the main character of Beyond the Great Skies? Relative is his is he his grandfather or what is he? Yeah, is his grandfather? And I think it's like um I think this was like where it's like huh I need to like kind of string it along together to really understand the story as a whole. And I think I realized that, wait a minute, Russell might actually be the beginning of where the story really begins. It's what it's where it's like I think it's like um it's really starts off with him and then it get it gets carried on by, by a lot of different people and then it's like um and initially I didn't really I didn't really think his character's gonna be something like this. It's just that like, as time went by the more the more I read about like the particular period the more I was like, yeah actually he sounds like that kind of guy. Mm -hmm. He's also the kind of guy who would be like, okay, I'm just gonna try and try and change the world, but become a revolution, become a revolutionary. Because I think it's because the things that he does, like he says, he has a very dissatisfaction in the way things are. Mm -hmm, he is, and we saw that in the recent chapters in one of the conversations he had. Yeah. 
And I think it's like it's somebody realizing that coming to terms with the fact, yeah, this is just I'm just not really happy. I guess I want to do something about it. I think and I think it's actually much more difficult to do it in in that particular period than say if after the revolution broke up because like before the revolution broke up, it's like there was nothing you could really come back on. I think important the only they could come back on was American Revolution. It was like American Revolution here. <laughs> Because it's like it was concept very right. different. America didn't have the same history, and it's like so. It's like there's like um there's like things he didn't really have that he doesn't. He's but he I don't think it's a lot. But I'm going to bring it on. It's like is he he's gonna have to really spend all time thinking about okay what what is possible and what's really isn't possible right now because this isn't after this is after all how they broke loose. Right. So how many years before Beyond the Gray Skies does Ignite take place? Is it around sixty years or so? Forty to fifty years ago. Hmm. I see. Right. And has the technology changed a lot since then? Would you say? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not much. It's just it's gone. It's gone back to regressing. Regression on its own. It's like um. I think it's really much changed because like they say industrialization was where it really like technology kept on changing and then a lot of stuff kept being added and added to this. And I and I think what means something interesting to say right. It was like um, it's like uh, so, but it's like it's like go back forty years, like yeah, it's a regression. It's a full on regression. <laughs> yeah. So, how would you say Lorenzo is like um compared to the De Moreni siblings, who are you know his gra- grandchildren? Yeah, I think the De Moreni siblings are much more happier. Yeah, they they their hands are much more happier. It's like I, I think I guess got to do the fact that um something interesting about Lorenzo is I think is his story is gonna be like um. I don't know whether is he gonna be like is he gonna be like breaking the sense of like a real for his like his entire family like oh, yeah we just playing along with this because this is what we what we need to do what we expected to do and then this is like how society functions I think this is gonna be like I don't know whether the Wenzel will start that trend of like breaking because like res- because like residue that follows him is like she's not really following anybody's idea she has like, she's going way off course she just does what she wants. <laughs> right yeah and you know this is a big theme in your story of you know just doing what you're kind of expected to do by society and family versus what you really want for yourself no yeah. i think that's just and i was like actually i was like, you know what every character message says something has a real bone to pick with the world because <laughs> <laughs> so i just true. need to think about and i think i need to think about it because like you know i was like looking into it it's like um there's some people who are like I, actually a lot of my credits have a lot have a bone to pick in the world it's like actually you're not exactly as happy as you are under under the so-called perfect hierarchy perfect mm-hmm. regime as you are like and i think i think one of the biggest characters i think is interesting thing about like it's how that it's how am i going to explore the the concept of like women power because in this case like there's no real like there is no real woman's rights. There is like no real sense of like, okay, a woman can like can can do this, can do that. Everything she does is like she's either inheriting by her husband or she's dependent on the on the on the she's either dependent on her husband or father or her best brother. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I think I really want to explore that that aspect which which is like she's dealing with the fact that she might be very different from from Renzo how she deals with it, but like you know things like I think I can explore that. It's like, although I struggled to like figure out, okay, how am I supposed to work this team into it? Then I realized, like, wait a minute, it's really like it's really about like I think it's also something about like happiness versus like fulfilling your duty, but it can be fulfilling your duty and be absolutely miserable. But then you can be happy and then you can break everything and break all of it. It's actually very rare that you find in middle ground. Yeah, it is very rare because you know, especially in that kind of society, everything was so limited, right? There were so many expectations. So 
you know, it was either one or the other. So that's one of the things that Lorenzo has to deal with, you know, choosing between what he wants and what his family and society expects of him. Yeah, and I think it's actually going to be very interesting because like uh, there's also actually initially I didn't really think this was going to be the theme of the story until I was like actually I don't know why I was actually high on Attack on Titan I was like no I, I don't want myself reading Attack on Titan but I think the interesting thing about Attack on Titan was that it's, it, it really portrays the same theme as well like selfishness versus selflessness mm-hmm. Right, and how it's defined too because I think it can be subjective it's not as objective as society makes it out to be because I think yeah. sometimes when society calls you selfish maybe it's a little bit of a shaming tactic like they want hey you know you're selfish because you're not doing what society is telling you to do but is it really Uh, just you know a shaming tactic or a a way to kind of gaslight yourself or or actually is it really saying an objective and i I think something interesting i want to explore in my older characters is something that because they guess themselves into like thinking this is what i want this is my perfect reality but is it really 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 what i want Right, yeah, especially exactly. if, because the older the older you are, the more like you're you're not really going to question it as much as like if you're younger. I think something to responsibilities and like, something interesting is like Lorenzo's story can be divided into a lot of different sections because I think right now it's like he's still young, he still hasn't he hasn't he hasn't gotten married yet, he hasn't become a father yet. So like those two things are like, going to be very important. In I think it will change his perspective a lot, and maybe yeah. it will either it will really change whether he like will he still remain the same or different. That's very true. I mean, you are only covering his youth right now. So, you know, we will see how maybe he will become like his father once he becomes a father, right? Because right now he has the ability to be more free because he doesn't have family responsibilities. Or is he he destined to just totally destroy it? (laughs) Who knows? That's true. It's like this two directions. He either becomes like his father or he'll just totally destroy everything and just say, you know what? I'm just going to do... Because I think think there is the element he thinks about like... Thinking that, but is this really what of my children? I think it's like the future is like, it's like if I have a son, do I really want him to follow him? If I have a daughter, do I really want to sell her like, like, like she's some, she's some chattel, chattel slave mm-hmm. or something like that? Absolutely. So, how was it like writing Lorenzo compared to the Di Moreni siblings? I think it was a lot easier because like, the Di Moreni siblings, they're vague, they're, they're, are much more vague because a lot of things like they're led by what they actually want. Where I say like, uh, where I said, where it's more straightforward for the children then, but it's, it's also like, there's no real like, it's not as easy as to set up conflict for the children them as it is for someone like Lorenzo is like, no, he's just really, really like, he's always caught in between both sides. He doesn't really know what to do, and I think it's like, that's kind of giving me an idea of how how to write most of the most of the entire novel actually. Right, I think you know. I, I, under, I understand that. It does seem like he is less vague. And, you know, when a character is more vague and harder to define, it can be hard to write them, especially, you know, when the plot is very demanding in some aspects, right? You can easily kind of get lost in the plot and, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen to the character next. And also, also the problem is that if you if you focus on the plot and the character, sometimes it's going go OOC to a point like, what am I reading? Seriously, when... when why, why did this character come like this? How did this come to this? I don't understand. Mm-hmm, that's true. How would you say the plot in um, Lorenzo's story compares to Beyond the Grey Skies? Is it more complex, less complex? How do you think it will become like? It's going to be way less complicated because it's just, it's just going to be Lorenzo is the focal point. Right, that makes sense. And, it's, and, I, th- and I think it's going to be really his perspective on things that are going to really matter in the long run and it's like it's not really going to be like very 
it's not going to be like a lot of like twists and turns because like no, this is actually going to be a very long kind of thing because it's going to cover like somewhere between like 12 years of his life. It's not really going to be like a, something must keep happening constantly and then I'm just like jumping as, as time goes by to decide, okay, so when sh- is the right time to stop or when is the right time to go on? Mm-hmm, right. One thing that really stands out about Ignite is the theme of duty versus desire, as we've covered. How do Cosimo and Lorenzo navigate the tension between duty and desire? I think Cosimo was fully like he already give his like he's he already given up his dreams already. I think, I think what Cosimo was like he's a guy who's already he's given up his dreams. He's really focused on things that I think he can have. Whereas Lorenzo's fucking things are that he, maybe he wants to have. Right, exactly. And would you say Cosimo is more practical? Yeah, I would definitely say Cosimo is more practical. I think Lorenzo is really the most dreamy out of the lot. And yeah, it's true though. He's very, very dreamy. I think for me, it's like, uh, he's like, also, there's also things like, I just those those second thing second things like people say yeah, he should be thanking thanking the heavens that he that he that he got like oh that you're now the heir to the estate. What can what can what can how much should I be thanking anybody? I didn't ask for this. I didn't like this. And then it's like there's the expectations like you should be very happy to come with this much money. I'm like honestly, I just want I just want to go and read books all day. Is <laughs> <laughs> like that too very right. contrasting? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think so it's like he's he's willing to admit that this doesn't make him happy. I think I think it was you know he's not really as much of a people pleaser as he really is. It's like he's like he just goes around and says what he thinks is he wants to do. And it's like I think it's gonna be very interesting as part of his character to explore in the future. It's like he's just gonna be like actually no, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. How does he compare to Anibale? I would say Anibale is actually way more. I think it's you way more likely to 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 like sub, to like completely subside his expectations into like what other people expect of him. But like, I think it's like I also because like the reason why the way he is he the reason why he is the way he is because like his parents never really placed any of him. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Anibale is also less way less dreamy. He's very pragmatic. Yeah. I yeah, definitely think so. He's like he's really really pragmatic, and he's like he has a very I think it's also very pragmatic because like of like his contrasting relationship with Aurelia is like Aurelia's a really brilliant one. She has everything open the doors for her, but both anybody are mother said, well, we got kind of have to work pretty hard for what we want. Because there's nothing special for both of us. Mm-hmm. Not in the way she, there's nothing special about Aurelia. That's true, right. And I guess Lorenzo in a way kind of has already, I guess, what society deems, you know, all the important things given to him, but I guess he just doesn't really care about it because he really just wants to read his own books. Actually, there's also a secondary aspect to why he doesn't care about it as much as possible, but I think I'm going to explore that later. It's like, it's like a mystery, it's like a mystery I've been building towards. It's like, and I was like, wait a minute, no wonder why he has such issues when it came to like thinking, to thinking like, why am I inheriting this? It's it's a very, very deep-seated thing. I'm not sure how to exactly call it. I'm not exactly sure, is it, a, is it like an inferiority complex or something like that? Hmm. Right. Uh, I think we'll be exploring that in future chapters, right? Yeah, probably probably once I actually get it, you want to actually do that, that little bit of like okay, once I finally put the everything together, because like next next time it's like uh, it's, I think I read I read something very interesting. It's like even then it's like next time I'm actually gonna be focusing a bit more on like uh, on his like his his whole like okay, it's time to go and find a bright time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need to get married. Chicha needs to get married. Everybody needs to get married because Chicha especially so because like in those days like you know if you don't if you're not married you don't really have access to anything. That's true. Or not respected as a woman. It's like it becomes mm-hmm. like she becomes very expected on her to like to get married. I really want to really want to explore how the expectations really waiting on her because like she's a very 
I'm saying she's also quite somewhat of a dreamy character, but like she's a bit different. I think her imagination is where she runs to, to like, because that's the only thing she can control. She can't control her life. She can't control who she marries. She can't really control who who she can't really control who will bear her children. So like, to her, like the only thing I can I have left is to run to my run to my imagination. That's true. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I realized about that after I was thinking, after I was like collating every character together, I was like, yeah, I'm just searching what I think about her. And something interesting I realized is that. I realize that Federico probably represents Lorenzo's innocence. I think Lorenzo wants to like, protect like, Federico from like the things that he has to do because like he doesn't want to do, he doesn't want him to like go choosing the same kind of crisis he did. Like imagine that because like, I think they both are like, very similar. They both have this like he sees him as younger brother. And he like he really wants to like, he really wants to Federico to, like, to actually be like um be happy. I think that's why he does it. Like okay, then what? Maybe I should just run away, quit. Say say I say I quit and go and become a professor or something like that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think they'll say, is he going to do this exactly the same thing to Federico? He did. He his father. Some somebody else did to him. No, it's not really in his character. Mm-hmm. Right. So in the next episode, which we'll be filming right after this one, we're going to be talking about the writing style and how you felt as you wrote this novel compared to Beyond the Gray Skies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much. We're going to start filming the next episode and we're going to be discussing more about your writing process about ignite see you next time thank you Mm -hmm.